Good morning. This is Karen, aka Hippie Mama. And happy Monday morning to everyone out there listening. Today is our Monday Bible study. Um, And as I told you last week, we're going to go to the book of Galatians and we're going to start at chapter 6. Really, chapter 6 is the topic, so. That's just where we'll be at. I made it sound like we were actually doing more cha- more um, chapters than that. But chapter six is our topic. And I will start by reading a few verses and giving my um, personal uh, opinion about what that verse means to me. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone, without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. So that was verse 1 through 6. And this few verses resonated with me for several reasons. First, we need to look at, let's really examine that first verse about brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. To me, when I read that verse, you know, first of all, God is telling us to correct others, but in a gentle way. So you should never make someone feel bad, okay? Even if you see the sin that is being committed. And the reason that is, is because we too, even if you feel like you're doing everything right, you're not. And I've said this many times before is because we're not perfect. So all of us sin, we all are short of receiving God's glory. But when you blatantly see someone doing something Uh, or saying something, or acting a certain way, or treating people a certain way, we as believers and followers, we have to know how to approach that person in a way that, first of all, is not being, I'm better than you are, um, but someone who comes to another with the right spirit, with the right heart and the right intentions. We never want to leave someone and uh, actually make them feel bad because maybe they don't know, right? Maybe they don't understand that what they have done, have said, uh, how, how they have treated someone, maybe they don't know that that was not according to the law. So we have to be very mindful of our actions, our reactions, and definitely the way we approach our brothers and sisters uh, in this lifetime, because we too 
every day, every second, come very short of being tempted ourselves in certain things. Uh, it may not be the things that we saw somebody else do that we feel that we should be correcting or at least bringing to their attention, but we also have done things that maybe other people could see and, you know, and they approach it uh, in a way or in a manner that it doesn't make the person feel bad. So we just have to be very cautious of how we are responding to one another and how we treat one another because that's important. The second one verse is carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Well, what would you think when it says carry each other's burdens? Does it mean I'm supposed to go out and, uh, you know, take the money that I work for and give it to my neighbor if they don't have it? Does it mean if somebody is feeling uh, really depressed that um, you're supposed to go in and sit down and listen to them, talk to them? Um or if somebody is, um, you know, having a difficult time uh, with, um, I don't know, with, with their physical health. And you, um, you could do something. Should you? Should you do something? Does that what carry each other's burdens mean? In my opinion, yes, yes, and yes to all of it. Um, now, if you can help someone financially uh, because they are in a bind, that's a burden for them. That's something that may be difficult for them at that particular time, and they needed somebody's help. And if you can do it without the expectations of, okay, well, if I do this, you're going to pay me back. Because honestly, when we, when we lend money, when we give money to people, I don't think it should be something where you expect the person to give it back to you. Your blessings will come. Sometimes people aren't able to return that financial um, blessing, but it will come back to you in another way. And I say this only if you are financially able to do it. Obviously, there's a lot of things that you may want to do, but because right now you may not have the funds to do it uh it doesn't mean that god doesn't see your heart or he doesn't know that that's a desire that you want to do so uh yes you should help that person if somebody is depressed and they don't have anyone to talk to you should be the person listening you should be that support system am i saying that you should take on the role of a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist not in that context, but you should take the, the role on as a person that cares um, for others and that you want to be supportive to them in any way that you can. And if that just means I need to listen to you talk, then I'm going to listen to you talk because maybe you don't have someone that you can remove that burden from you uh, and you just need someone to hear, hear you out. Am I passing judgment? Well, I mean, and we all have a tendency to do that. So we have to, again, be careful about that because you don't want to pass judgment on anyone. Judging is not for us to do, right? And I don't know exactly how that Bible verse goes, but something about 
judge not least ye be judged or something along that line but so we have to be very careful about you know uh, how we look at people what we should do is pray and ask God to give us discernment give us understanding and patience and um, to search our own heart and say you know father if I have done wrong or if I have said something wrong or if I have looked at this person based on what they said to me um, wrongly, then forgive me. You know, so we have to just be really, really careful about that. Uh, and then verse three said, if anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. I look at that scripture, that verse as, you know, when people think they're so much more important than you, and this is not saying that you should not have a high self-worth about yourself because you should, but there's, there's a, a method to everything. Like when you find people who feel that they are better than you because maybe they have more uh, clothes than you. Maybe they have better clothes than you. Maybe they have a bigger house than you. Maybe they have more cars or more, you know, it's all material things or their education. You know, they may look down on other people who are not in their same, I guess, bracket of, um, of arena. And that's unfortunate because one thing that I always did, um, when I was working as a, um, as a practitioner, uh, I could care less whether it was the supervisor uh, of the employee, whether it was the plant director or the sanitation worker. Everybody that came through my clinic that I treated were treated all the same. And in that regard, they were all treated with respect. I didn't look at you based on what your education was. I didn't look at you based on your financial means of supporting yourselves or your family. I looked at the individual that came through that door, figured out what they needed from me. If it was nothing more than you needing to sit down and talk to me about what was going on in a personal matter, what was going on in a work-related manner, I listened. And I respected that individual and I honestly cared for that person. And that's how we should approach each other. We should, it shouldn't be about who has what. It should be about the heart of that individual that's coming to you or that you have, for some reason, been brought into their lives. So you have to um, stop feeling that in some way, that you are better than other people because we are all the same in God's eyes. We, no one is no better than the other person in his eyes. And we really need to ask him to give us his eyes so that we can see the world through his eyes so that maybe we can be more compassionate to one another and learn how to really love and care and respect each other. Um, you know, as we move and maneuver through this world. Verse 4 said, each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Now, how many times have we done this? I'm going to raise my hand because, you know what, I do it all the time. And sadly, I even still do it sometime to this day. I am comparing myself 
whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, emotionally, whatever it is, I have a tendency to do that. That's a habit that I definitely need to break because it's not healthy. It's not good to look at what somebody else is getting and say to yourself, well, why can't I have that? It's not good to look at yourself and say, well, why can't I look like that? Because what you have right now is what you're supposed to have right now. How you look is exactly how God made you to look. And you should be satisfied and accepting yourself. Whether anybody else accepts you or not is irrelevant. Even though in this day and time, society tells you differently. Well, who are you going to listen to? Society or what God says and how he looks at us. Because when he sees us, he sees a beautiful creation that he made. He sees a one of an, a one of a kind individual that nobody else in this entire universe has the same fingerprints that you have, right? Nobody in this entire world have the same amount of hairs on your head that you have, right? You are so uniquely made that when we criticize ourselves or we wish that we um, had what other people had, we are literally telling God, you did it wrong. You got it wrong, God. You just, you messed up. You screwed up. This is, this is just not right. Why'd you do this to me? And we need to be aware of what we're saying. Even if we're not verbally saying it, when we wish for other people's um, items or their looks or whatever it is, you are basically telling God he got it wrong because you don't have these things. What you have to do is to look internally and begin to have a conversation with God and talk to him about everything that's going on. And yes, I know there may be people who say, well, I thought God knows everything. He does. But he also wants us to have a conversation with him. Of course, he knows everything because he made us. He created us and he knows what we're going to say before we say it. He knows what we're going to do before we do it. I can tell you a week from now, whatever you end up doing a week from now and whatever time of the day it is, guess who already knows? God already knows it. You don't know it yet. I don't know it yet. Even people who can say they see in the future, they don't even know it yet. But God already has our entire life already planned out. It's already written down. So be satisfied with who you are, what you have. And then you talk to God and you tell him what it is that you desire, what you want. And let God do the rest. I've always said, let the spirit lead. If the spirit leads, you will not go wrong. No matter what, if you allow the spirit to lead. And then verse five says, for each one should carry their own load. So we hear that. And then, you know, just in a couple of verses before, it's talking about, should we help people that are burdened? You know, how do you do that? Right. And carry each other's burdens. But then five is saying for each one should carry their own load. Well, I think that that means is that. We have to be responsible for our own actions, right? We can't do something and then we want to blame it on somebody else, okay? We can't say, 
oh, I had to go take a drink or I had to take several drinks because that person made me so angry. No, (laughs) you are not taking responsibilities for your own actions. You, you have to carry your own load. Now we can allow people to make us angry or we can choose to not give them that power over us. And I think that that's a hard thing. Uh, I've dealt with it too. So anything that I'm telling you, I want you to know that I too have dealt with it and still maybe something's dealing with because people can really get under your skin sometime, right? You can be expecting something or you could be in a conversation and then somebody just makes you so angry. Maybe they were really rude to you. Maybe you don't even know them. And I mean, just downright hateful. And you're like, well, my goodness, I didn't do anything. Like I literally barely even looked at the person and then they were just angry. So you have to choose how you're going to let that person's behavior affect your behavior. Are you going to become angry and then start um, uh, projecting that on everybody else that you come in contact with? Or are you going to just take a deep breath in, hold it for a count of two or three and let it go and just say, you know what? It was nothing that I did. Therefore, there's no reason for me to be hurt or to be angry. And you just say a small little prayer to yourself, to God, Lord, help me to move on and to take it off of my mind. I just want to get it off of my mind and move on to the next, my next adventure. And that's what we have to do. We have to take back our power. We give up that power to any individual that makes us angry, that uh, finds a way to frustrate us or get us upset. And then we start projecting that on everybody else that we come in contact with. So we have to really be aware of how other people affect us and not allow them to affect us that way. Unless that's what you want to do. And if you do, then you do it. (laughs) Um, But I'm telling you, you feel so much better when you can just take that deep breath in and when you take that deep breath in and you breathe, you breath it out, that's releasing all of that negativity that they were trying to put on you and you don't let them do it. You just push it all out of your body. You push it out of your mind and you keep on going. Right. And that's hard. I know. Trust me. I've had quite a few people <laughs> in my life that got up under my skin and it was very hard to let go. But I'm learning this now. Uh, as life continues to, to, to give me opportunities, I am learning that if we hold on to things that have hurt us, that have angered us, it really makes it hard for us to, to, to move on and to live a life that is supposed to be, uh, you know, a good life. So in the last verse is, uh, nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. So we just need to spread what we learn, right? We need to share what we learn. We need to do it because it's what we've learned. And we don't know how it will 
really be a blessing to somebody else in life. And it may not be a blessing to somebody else, but somebody will probably find something that you say of interest. So you just have to keep learning, keep moving and do what you're supposed to do and trust in every process because there's a reason for everything like nothing happens without there being a reason and I do not believe that there are any coincidences I think everything that happens has happened because that's the way it was supposed to happen and I know some things can be really bad and really hard for us to understand why did that happen Uh, you know and unfortunately I don't think anybody in this world has the answer to that question. That is a question that we have to look to God for. Uh, He is the only one that can explain why things are the way they are sometimes and why things may seem to be one-sided or unfair or, you know, why certain people always get breaks and other people don't. You know, again, that's not a question that I can give you an answer to, but I will tell you that if you read the word, if you seek an answer, uh, if you knock on that door, that God will open that door. If you seek him, you will find him. You know, we just have to be willing to do what um, he's saying for us to do and trust in the process. You know, as I'm talking to you, I just, I quickly looked at this and my eyes went right to this verse. So I'm going to read it. Uh, It's uh, still Galatians, but it's chapter five and it's verse five. And it says, for through the spirit, we eagerly await by faith, the righteousness for which we hope. So I don't know what that meant. And I don't know who it was meant for me, (laughs) you, I don't know. Um, but for through the spirit, we eagerly await by faith, the righteousness for which we hope. Maybe that means, you know, we're waiting for everything that we have been asking for, that we have been praying for. We have been talking to God about, I actually think that was for me, (laughs) um, because, but we're waiting and we wait by faith. And faith is so important. We really have to have faith when when things around you don't make any sense. When when it seems like, I mean, oh my gosh, like all hope is gone. We have to wait by faith, knowing that the righteousness for which we hope is coming because we are being led by the spirit. So that's my message for the day. And I really do hope this was a blessing to someone. I know just hearing myself talk about it, it has has blessed me. So, Father God, I thank you for that. Um, But we just, we need to, we need to really, really, you know, have some conversations with God. He's waiting. He is waiting to hear from you. He wants to hear from you. He wants to hear what you have to say. And don't worry that he already knows it. Because he loves having conversations with us. He loves it when we go to him and we talk to him. And whether it's good things that are going on or bad things, I mean, it doesn't always have to be a situation where, you know, oh, whoa, it's me. You know, as a matter of fact, God probably would really love it if we talked to him when things were going really great and we were just praising him and giving him the glory for everything that he does. 
But that's for each person to decide on how and when and what they will talk about and what they want. You know, some people may listen to it and think that you're absolutely crazy if you're talking to God, you know, but you know what your relationship is like with him and where you stand. So just be willing servants uh, to humble yourselves and and be readily available to the Father. Uh, and he will show you. He will open those doors that are locked. He will, he will let you find him if you're looking for him. And I do hope this was a blessing. And I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Um, so please have a great night. I hope you had a great weekend. And, um, oh, yes, I actually have something to talk to you about tomorrow. So I'll definitely be back and tell you about my adventures this over the weekend. All right. God bless you. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.